This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Thanks for listening to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. Ever wanted to leap tall buildings, uphold the law, solve a crime, but just don't have the time? Go! Go! Tune in to Joy 94.9, Wednesdays from midday, when Victoria Police Gay and Lesbian Liaison Officers Gabby and Scott ask for your help in solving crime. Victoria Police Glows, Crime Stoppers, The Anti-Violence Project and Joy 94.9, working together to help make our community safe. You're on the Victoria Police Community Hour with Gabby, Electra and Joe Baird. And this, well, today we've got a very interesting show because it's the monthly stats from Crime Stoppers, which is always of great interest. Yes. yes. <laughs> Snap. That was all together all at once there. <laughs> and Greg Adkins, one of our partners from the Anti-Violence Project, is with us as usual. Welcome. Hello, Welcome, everyone, from the uh, the broad, broad out there to the uh, community hour. Fantastic show. Did you get stuck out there with the Olympians? There is. Like, it took 40 minutes to get up Collins Street. I can't I, believe it. So. I've got to say, it took 25 minutes to get up St Kilda Road just into the city too. So the excitement is definitely out there. It's, it's awesome. So look, come in, come and see us at the uh, Vic Police Glow Show, the community hour here at Joy. Come to City Village and then drop down and see the Olympians afterwards. I want to see Sally Pearson. She's well, my favourite. Speaking of Sally's, we're also going to be joined today by Sally Goldner. Sally really? Goldner is part of the uh, the working group that's going to launch a new campaign next week. Awesome. Very exciting news. So we'll find oh. out about her at 12.30 today. That's a surprise, Greg. It's I'm a surprise. It. It's good for long taxi rides. You can hop on the phone and ring people, can't you? I haven't seen Sally in a while, so that'll be great. Welcome to my office in the taxi. Is that right? Exactly yeah. right. So, look, what do you want to get out of this week's Glow Show? Let us know. Now, if you want to contact the Glows, it's gwlo at joy.org.au. And you can contact them uh, during the week after the show, but today, SMS or email. Now, Joe, it's been a while for Joe, hasn't it, since she's been here? One month. It's been a whole month. It's my monthly visit, and it's great to um, see all these smiling faces in the studio, and good to be here with you guys, too. Awesome. (laughs) And so you've got some interesting stories for us, some stats from the previous month, um, an interesting story about a wanted person. So we'll let you tell us a bit more about that later. It's going to make the whole show a really easier affair to manage, isn't it? Speaking of that, George Michael, an easier affair on Joy 94.9. Check out our podcast on the Joy website, joy.org.au. Vic Police Community Hour, Electra Rollins, Gabby Tyak. Joe Baird, Greg Atkins, we're all here in the studio, but you're the most important part of this relationship listening out there. Now, Joe, we have the Crime Stoppers. We do. Police are appealing for help to find Serm Kawaran, who was reported missing on the 21st of October 2010, and she hasn't been seen since. Ms Kawaran is a Thai national and had been staying in Australia on a temporary bridging visa. She was living with family in Mordialik before she moved to Karam, which was her last known address. If you have any information regarding Ms Kewaran's whereabouts, call Crime Stoppers on 1800 333 000 or submit an online report confidentially at crimestoppers.com.au. And that was Crime Article or CA 6309. Now, is that a common occurrence? Is this, is this a, a Crime Stoppers that you've seen before? To be honest, no. Uh, in the time that I've been at Crime Stoppers, I haven't seen a whole lot of um, reports similar to this one. This is fairly new to me. Hmm. But maybe the um, sworn police officers in the room could 
um, shed a bit of light on that one. Well, there are, we do have a lot of missing persons, but the majority of them are located within a short period of time. Uh, it's only a small proportion that remain missing after weeks and months and even years. And there might be circumstances to this that we can't actually share to the public at the moment, but it's important that we try and get any witnesses that may know any information to come forward. So it might be a little bit of a unique case in that in that regard. We always ask why why can't police be more fulsome in what they share? Is there a reason for it? Um, yeah, de- definitely. It depends on what, where they're at within an investigation as well because certainly if we suggest certain things to the public, they can then we can lead them down a path that might be incorrect. So if we keep it open and keep their minds open about what they may have seen, what colours are, etc., um, it gives us the ability to get more information coming forward because people might question what they actually saw. But if we direct them down a certain path, we might only get certain information back. Ah, so it's like an open canvas. Keep yeah. the canvas as blank as possible. That's right. Get as much information in as yep. you can. Yep. Because you can only, and it's really um, important too when we start to talk to witnesses, how the different, um, their accounts can be so differently um, when they relate it back into a statement. Two people can see exactly the same thing, but their account of it can be extremely different. If I was defending someone, if I was defending a perpetrator that was you know, charged and potentially was going to face jail time, uh, and you found out that there wasn't an open canvas, it, canvas, it might make it really easy to get a person off that was otherwise guilty. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's the other side of it as well. Good. Very good. We've learned something today. Law 101, we've learned about police and why they have an open canvas. But more importantly, we've got our Crime Stoppers. Just recap that for us, please, Joe. We've got missing person Serm Kawaran, uh, missing from Mordialik or Karam. If you have any information, please call Crime Stoppers. And remember, if you see something... Say something. If you have any knowledge concerning any crime, call Crime Stoppers on 1800 333 000 or visit crimestoppers.com.au. If it's an emergency, always call 000. You're on the Vic Police Community Hour. Joe Baird, Gabby Tyke, Electra Wellens, the newly minted, hopefully. Yes, we're down to a few hours now That's for right. the, <laughs> the time slot. Now, to bring you in on that, bring you on that, I'm Greg Akins from the Anti-Violence Project. What it is is Electra's applied for a position that was the former gay and lesbian advisory unit manager role that's now a subject matter expertise role within what part of the police force? Community engagement and support team. So it's a sergeant and that's your the position yep, you apply for? and it's in a, a policy development area as well, but the focus is that there would be initial duties at or at the previous gay and lesbian liaison manager's unit that's got actually oversaw as a manager. Fantastic. And you've been successful in that role. You've, you've won the job. But just as in all public service, service we forget that the Victoria Police is just another branch of the public servants. No offence. Well, look a, at me for none taken. We're, we're public officers. That's what it's all about. <laughs> there's an appeal process and people have, a, I think, a 10-day period to appeal after you've been appointed. That's right. And we're so we're still into that and it stops at um, Thursday tomorrow night at midnight. But I won't be at work to check my email, so I'll find out Friday morning. Well, good luck. And it, it, the uh, expertise that you have and that you have with you and your relationships with people like Gabby and others is solid. So we hope that uh, midnight tomorrow we can light a firecracker on the roof of the Joy Building. <laughs> Why not? Let's do it. Not on the Victoria Police Centre, that's for sure. Well, certainly not. <laughs> now, um, Joe had a really interesting idea, uh, a new segment on the, the, the week that she comes in for Crime Stoppers about police jargon and lingo. That's right, Ooh, that's because good. I am a public servant 
servant effectively working in the police environment and a lot of the time I will, I've been working on and off since 2008 with Victoria Police and Crime Stoppers and I know that there have been many, many terms that have come up that I just think, what on earth is that? And I keep working because it's part of my day-to-day job. But I thought maybe listeners or maybe you guys have um, some lingo that you've heard us use that you don't know about and it might be something as simple as so what is a warrant of apprehension because quite often we've got people wanted on a warrant of apprehension um i can't actually answer that question today it's something that i'm very happy to go and um, find out exactly what that is before i come in next month but i would really love to hear from any of you um if you've got any suggestions for something you'd like me to go away as a as a lay person and and um and research then i will do it you just have to sms the the term a lot of the the lingo and jargon comes from the history of victoria police um and a lot of it comes from overseas i think we'll probably get people um texting in things they've heard on tv from Mm. american shows or from new south wales shows or english shows so it will be interesting and i'm looking forward to hearing what you have to say as well joe Yeah, it's quite interesting, isn't it, how we've taken down a media path that um, the people, can, um, the public can have a perception that within an hour's time slot you've had an offence that has occurred, <laughs> there's been an investigation that's gone through the court process or well, within an hour's <laughs> show. So, And there would be a lot of jargon that's associated with that. So we do tend to, to get that as police. When people come in to report something, they use a lot of TV jargon that's not mm. actually relative to our policing environment here in Victoria as well. So it works both ways as well. So if you have a question about something, does it relate to policing here as well? I've got something for you, Joe. Um, the bill, the old bill um, from obviously the bill, the show on on the ABC. Um, I've heard a lot of people talking about where does that come from, and there's a big history behind it. So I'm wondering if you could do that one for me and for the listeners as well. I think they'd be interested. I will choose to accept your mission. Yeah, we'll we'll put it in the pile and see if anyone comes up with a better one, Gabby. Okay. I'm really (laughs) keen. Now, Joe, you're you're in the public service. You were with Crime Stoppers before, now with the police. And Electra and Gabby are both at the Victoria Police. What was the first point at which you remember lingo when you first went through police training? Or, Joe, you went through induction in one of your roles? Uh, Mine's fairly unique because um, the jargon that I remember being bombarded with was more (laughs) the acronyms that are used commonly within Victoria Police, even just to name different units. (laughs) Everyone's got a, you know, everyone has a different... Actually, across the public service, everyone has um, a shortened abbreviation. Now, if you're listening to this show and you're a public servant, first of all, um, I'm enjoying paying your wage while you listen to our show. Fabulous. Keep doing it. (laughs) (laughs) Unless you're on lunch break. It might be on flexi time, Greg. (laughs) But what acronym have you got or what what have you heard in Victoria Police? That can be part of the thing as well. It's G-L-L-O at joy.org.au. From my perspective, starting out was um, learning we have a running sheet. And again, there's a term just in itself, isn't it? It's like a diary of your day of what you do. So against time slots, what you're doing. And we have a whole... Um, abbreviation of code so like code one code two code five so and they went right up to you know code 50 code you know 102 Uh, so that was really to get your head around and then we have abbreviations for locations so where they actually are what suburbs are we have a whole stem of abbreviations. so that was a lot to get your head around I must say and for me it started even at before becoming a police officer at the police academy in Goulburn when I joined New South Wales Police, going driving from Sydney to Goulburn every um, Monday, no, Sunday night, coming back um, from the weekend off and trying to learn the phonetic alphabet, mm. just looking at all the, the registration plates on cars as we're driving down the highway and, and trying to remember, you know, alpha, beta, 
Bra- sorry, bravo. See, I've forgotten it already. Uh, the emphasis on the word trying. I was yeah. <laughs> still practicing. It's, yeah, it's apparently. Yeah. Do you know what? Um, I, I haven't been in a police car for such a time. It'd be fun to sit in the back and have a listen while you're having a ride in a police car and listen to all the abbreviations used. It'd be great to have a bit of a joyride in a police car. That's our song, Joyride by Roxette. Joy 94.9, Big Police Community Hour. And we welcome you back to the Victoria Police Community Hour. Now, today, Electoral Islands, Gabby Tyke and Joe Beard. Joe. Yes, we're here for our Crime Stoppers results of interest for the month of July 2012. Oh, pretty good. Pretty good. We had 76 arrests for that month, and of those 76 arrests, or in addition to, we had 372 charges laid. So it's approximately 372 offences. There? Maybe. Maybe? Yeah, most likely. Maybe not. Maybe less, but still, 372 charges laid. We also had $415,480 worth of drugs seized as a result of community information that came through via our telephone, our hotline, one 800 000, and also via our web reports at crimestoppers.com.au. And $46,513 worth of property was seized also as a result of community information. So it's just fantastic. And it does its work, it does its job, and it proves the Crime Stoppers model actually has sustained itself into 2012 and, and will continue absolutely. on. Absolutely, it absolutely works, and it's been going for about 25 years now in Victoria, so it's it's exciting. Especially with your new youth um, website and your application as well on for phones, which is brilliant. Yeah, we've got saysomething.org.au. It's um, it's aimed at young people, but get across even if you're not young, you might find something there that you like. But I've got another interesting bit of information if there was a drum roll, if I'd sort of organised organized it earlier, Greg, we could have had one. That's it. Breaking news. <laughs> a 36-year-old man turned himself in at the Moorabbin Police Station after seeing his photo in the Herald Sun last week. He's since been charged with aggravated burglary, burglary, theft and unlawful assault and has been remanded in custody. Publicity leading to the man's arrest was part of a full new page wanted feature organised by Crime Stoppers. The feature appears in the newspaper on the first Monday of every month and is in in addition to lots of other publicity we do on our website. Uh, Victoria Police Assistant Commissioner Jeff Pope said it was a good result and he hoped the campaign would continue to create positive outcomes for Victoria Police. So, again, illustrating that it works, Crime Stoppers did some publicity on a wanted person. He saw his picture and he thought, I better go and turn myself in. That's fantastic. It's good how that encourages people to... um well, roll over. I mean, if, you, if yeah. you've committed a crime, they will catch you. You guys will eventually catch people that commit crimes. Mm. And that's why it's important to ring in to Crime Stoppers or go through the app um, or through their website any information you've got on the crimes that we talk about. But it's also proof of why this media partnership with Joy 94.9 is also really important because we really rely heavily. Crime Stoppers is nothing without our media partners. Mm. We exactly. actually need the publicity and we need people to go to our website in order to know that you know, what we're doing even exists. Do you know, there's another thing there about that report. Jeff Pope, that name, what a fabulous person within Victoria Police he is too. He did the um, part of the review on prejudice motivated crime and uh, what a, a great policeman. You've got some people with very high-level skills and talents that could, um, outside Victoria Police, outside public service, could hold their weight in not-for-profits or in the business sector. Uh, it's quite a tribute to Victoria Police that they are able to attract and retain people like Jeff Pope. So, good on you. Absolutely. 
Yeah. I think something we can talk about when you're in, Joe, is is give some tips on how to make sure that you or do the most you can to not become a victim of crime. And maybe we can give some tips today about burglaries and theft from motor vehicles because recently I've been talking to um, uniform members at various police stations um, who had a spate of burglaries and theft from cars in their areas. And I've asked them, well, how are the, the crooks or thieves getting into the house or the garage or the car? Um, and they're saying, well, they've been unlocked. The majority of incidents they're attending are unlocked cars, um, sheds with doors left open or houses with doors unlocked or windows unlocked. It is so interesting that you bring that up because I just caught up with friends on Sunday afternoon. Um, We shared a meal actually for the end of Ramadan. But they had just had theft from their house and you won't believe it. They had all of their clothes stolen from off the line and from out of their washing machine, even dirty clothes, but they were good clothes, um, in their washing machine, in an outdoor laundry without a lock on the door. And I really started thinking about it. And, you know, Mm. things like that you don't necessarily think about. They've got quite a high locked backyard, but someone's obviously scaled the fence. Um, And I think it probably was a bit of a, a message to me to think, don't leave your clothes out. Wash them on the weekend and put them away if you go out. I know you can be too cautious, but... If you've ah, got you can it, never be too cautious. You can also you can also spend a lot of money on a wardrobe and and mm. not think that you're leaving it out for someone. Now here's another one too. Locally here, there's a car park that many joy people park at, and there were people at the ground floor that uh, were broken into that didn't have vehicles with any goods on display, so they're just opportunity break-ins. And then the higher up you went, they obviously were running out of time. They started by the top floor. They only targeted the cars that had things on display. Mm. So you know if you had your phone left there or keys or even a few uh, coins somewhere. If you're on the top floor, you were knocked off. But down the down floor, when there was more people and they had more time, they were open slather, they just raiding cars to see what would happen. Oh, wow. So there's a message there about not, not having things on display at all in your mm, vehicle, even definitely. down to a coin. Yeah. But there's another one. Um, actually, police did a great um, campaign a few years back now where they were saying even if you've got a GPS that sits on your window it's really important to wipe off the suction mark. So even if you take that unit down and hide it in your dash or, or in your glove box or whatever, make sure you wipe off that mark or it's still, it's still an opportunity crime. Not bad. No, all that, all those thoughts of, all yeah, those thoughts of crime, crime, just get out of my head. And that's <laughs> the name of our next song, Get Out of My Head. And it's by Leona Lewis here on Joy 94.9 Community Hour, Victoria Police. Welcome to the Vic Police Community Hour. Welcome back to the Vic Police Community Hour. You didn't go anywhere because you're enthralled and you're listening. And I'm really enthralled because our next guest on this show is Sally Goldner. Now, Sally Goldner is an extraordinary woman that's been involved in so many different things and parts of this community. But you've got something very exciting where you're not sleeping much at the moment, Sally. That's right. In the immortal words of flying high, I quit the ro- picked the wrong week to quit caffeine. But um, <laughs> it is a very exciting project um, with myself with the proverbial transgender Victoria hat on along with the Victorian gay and lesbian rights lobby also and the anti-violence project of victoria yes and well we are saying six sleeps to go because next tuesday is the launch of two very exciting television commercials that will be on free to air in victoria and foxtel nationally to combat homophobia biphobia and transphobia and anything that combats those things as anything that combats any form of prejudice is a very welcome welcome um, initiative can i ask you sally something that's so intrinsic to uh, your well-being and how you feel and and the safety of yourself and your immediate friends and the people you love around you. What's it like being part of a process that leads to uh, next week's launch? 
oh, look, it's been ecstatic. And obviously having seen, you know, the first, we'll say, rough cut of the advertisements three months ago, it was like, wow. And I'm sitting there thinking, all right, I'd better, you know, be responsible and look again and see if I can just critique it. And I still said, wow. Mm. So to see those sorts of things happen and I look back at, um, you know, having been out myself for 17 years and, you know, some of the things that I personally have experienced and to see things like this that will, I think, you know, make a massive effort to prevent this, those sorts of things is, um, well, to use the eloquent word for a third time, wow. Now, now I've seen the ads because with the AVP, we're all part of the process that's built yeah. this and it's been fabulous working with you. But I want to ask you, um, one of the strongest points that you've taught me in, in queer community is about the need to have a voice of people that have their own voice mm-hmm. and we don't speak on behalf of others. Is that succeeding in this, these ads? Will we next week in six sleeps time discover that that voice has been maintained? I think we will. And that's where I'll put on an extra half a hat in terms of not only transgender, but um, as a committee member of Bisexual Alliance Victoria, which you know, similar to Transgender Victoria and the Victorian Gay and Lesbian Rights Lobby advocates for, amongst other things, bisexual people. And I think these ads are incredibly inclusive and will open up a great range of debate on all of GLB and T. And I think that's really, really important. Sally, and one of the interesting things is, could you give us a little bit of a background perhaps about some of the actors and their process involved in this? Yeah, well, this is a really important factor in that um, um, people will see these ads and go, oh, they're well put together. The people in these ads are by people, portraying by people, trans people portraying trans people and so on and that's really critical because the feedback from the trans person in the ad although i haven't met her is that she said when she did that it was a real sense of catharsis and that she was felt you know really like some of the stuff she'd faced had you know been cleared by being being so much a part of this ad and that was just um, amazing as well. Um, the well factor again. Yeah, well, well, right. We'll go. We'll put four corners of the square together and do it the fourth time. <laughs> <laughs> well done, well done. So that's next Tuesday. Now to be part of it, I believe people can search for No to Homophobia. Yeah. On Facebook. That's right. Or they can go No to Homophobia on Twitter. Yep, or um, to go for the hat trick, um, Google search and come up with it. And also no to biphobia and no to transphobia will redirect to the main site. So there is that linkage and then um, once the site goes up and the advertisements are public and will be on, of course, social media as everything is nowadays, um, there will be linkages and lots of detailed information. So it's a, not just an ad campaign, there's obviously a lot of backup for not just um, GLBT people, but their supporters to take mm. action. And this is the critical part of this campaign, that it will involve, you know, building their so-called allies and alliances, which, you know, sort of um, then crowds the last few remaining bi, trans and homophobic people into a little corner and, um, and then in the, hopefully they'll go away. Exactly. And that's something that fits well into the Crime Stoppers where we say, mm. if you see something, say something. And, and that translates right across this topic as well. And it's about empowering people about what are their options? If they're seeing something, hearing something, what can they actually do to action it? And it might be just to be informed about it. 
that's the first step and this is the first trailblazing where this puts it all to, into a great complete package as to you can see what sort of options are available. Now this ad sale I believe is going to be a watermark, not just a watermark the tide's going to be really high in terms of LGBTI and violence and homophobia and that's the name of the song we're going to take you out with that's Blondie with The Tide Is High. <laughs> Sally Goldner, part of this campaign Six Sleeps, you'll hear about it, check out No to Homophobia on Facebook, Twitter and the web. Thanks Greg. Vic Police Community Hour. In fact, you didn't go anywhere, so no point in saying welcome back. And we're saying goodbye to the lovely president of uh, Vintage Men who's just leaving the studio as well. They all come up here to watch Joy and watch the shows, and today is when people come up and flock up the lift to watch the production of the Vic Police Community Hour. So we thank you all for coming down. Welcome us, um, welcome to join us every Wednesday at midday. And the third Wednesday of the month is the Lesbian Matters show with uh, Electra and, not Electra, Electra Gabby and also Lini Febri comes yeah. involved with that. Have you got any ideas you'd like to have for the Lesbian Matters show? Any um, engagement would, with people? Well, I would love people to write in, text in and let us know what they want to hear in relation to lesbians, Lesbian Matters on Lesbians Matter. So how do they contact you for that? Uh, I think it's lesbiansmatter at joy.org.au. Awesome. Now, here on the Vic Police Community Hour, Joe Baird is also with us from Crime Stoppers and from Victoria Police. And we have a, uh, I think we have a, um, probably a, a Crime Stoppers to read right now. Okay, this one is a willful and obscene exposure in Reservoir on the 17th of May this year. Police are searching for a man who's believed to have exposed himself in a residential area where children were present in Reservoir Reservoir on the 17th of May 2012. At about 4pm it's alleged the man was leaning over a bicycle on Powell Street when he exposed himself. When a nearby resident told the man she'd called police, he shrugged and turned towards the Regent Railway Station while continuing to expose himself. The man's described as Caucasian, 40 to 60 years old. He's 170 centimetres tall with a thin build, distinctive long shaggy grey hair and a long grey beard. He was wearing a fluorescent long sleeve jacket at the time with black tracksuit pants tucked into dark hiking boots. Police have released images of a man who they believe may be able to assist their inquiries and you'll find this at crimestoppers.com.au. Just click through to Victoria and search for Reservoir. Now we've had a spate of willful and indecent mm. exposures um, assaults happening. Yeah, we have. We've had another one down in Williamstown as well just recently. So there's a few happening at the moment. And we also had one, two in Ringwood or the outer eastern suburbs as well last week. Yep. And uh, another one that was related to public transport system as well that was a little bit more serious, um, a step up from that. Now, we're asking people to step up on this particular one that uh, Joe's just read out. Uh, if you have information, come forward on that. But I think this is a situation where anyone that's observant around them can step up about anything they see with, that may potentially become willful and indecent. If, if you think people are acting strange, I mean, don't, don't be fearful of strangers because it's usually someone you know rather than a stranger, let's face facts. But when people are acting in a strange way, if they look like they are exposing themselves, don't walk past, ring the police. That's right. We're asking you to be like vig- vigilant of your surroundings as well and just to, to have a really good look around and report any suspicious activity. And that can be to Crime Stoppers, of course, or to Victoria Police immediately on triple zero as well. And there's a pattern of behaviour around these sorts of incidents. This person has exposed himself and he may um, then the next week do something further by actually sexually assaulting someone. But before he's done the exposure, he's been casing out areas, looking at things, um, looking at safe areas to do.
do it, looking at people to to expose himself to. So you can even report to police or Crime Stoppers people who are suspicious without actually exposing themselves. Just some, some mm. suspicious behaviour. Maybe catch somebody before they get to that point. Mm. So it's about being alert, being um, aware, not being vigilantes. It's no. about being vigilant but not being vigilant. Go with that gut instinct. We talk talk a bit about that off you know, often enough, about that instinct that you have inside yourself when something's not quite right. Um, and it might be someone that's loitering not with a purpose, it's not near a bus stop, it's not near something else, and you go, Oh, it's just not quite right as to mm. what that person might be doing. And um, either take a note of it. Um, write it down, put it in as a text into your phone, um, put it as the app, get, download the app for Crime Stoppers for number one, that'd be a great start. And you can even just take a photo from a distance as well and really upload that information. So there's a lot of things that you can actually do and you can just take a photo. I oh, know I've done that myself, taken a photo of a registration. Mm. I haven't had anywhere to write it. So think of the tools that you actually have around you. So be vigilant um, or, at all times. That's it. But I would also add here, it's great to report it afterwards to Crime Stoppers and, and we're definitely after that kind of information but if you are able to make a phone call at the time and you're worried about somebody loitering in an area then I would say that would be a police call. Now a summary of that Joe please that uh, Crime Stoppers crime. Yeah this one was a willful and obscene exposure in a residential area of Reservoir and that was on the 17th of May this year. And remember if you see something say say something. something. If you have any knowledge concerning any crime call Crime Stoppers on 1800 333 000 or visit crimestoppers.com.au If it's an emergency always call here on the Vic Police Community Hour, Electra Wellens is joined by Gabby Tyke, Northwest Region Glow, Joe Baird from Victoria Police and from Crime Stoppers. You actually have been through both organisations in your career, Joe, haven't you? Yes, I have. And I'm Greg from the Anti-Violence Project. And of course, you're the most important partnership of this relationship with Joy. So thank you for listening. Now we're going to heading towards the end of the show. We thought we'd give you one more set of Crime Stoppers with uh, perhaps two people. Uh, this one is one of those interactive ones where you get to go to crimestoppers.org uh, com.au and check out the photos of the two people involved so you get your pen ready get your uh, I- ipad iphone smartphone android phone your internet browser ready because we're going to read out a, a reference you can go to crimestoppers.com.au and our crime is well we're fighting over we've got two wanted people and joe and i are fighting over who to do but i've chosen to do lewin zhang he's um we're after we want to speak to him uh, because his current whereabouts are unknown. He's expected to assist police in relation to a stabbing in Burwood in April of 2010. Now, Lewin Zhang was born on the 15th of October 1971. He's 175 centimetres tall, with a thin build, brown eyes, black hair and a tan complexion. So we know who he is, we just don't know where he is. We're also looking for Fuknyok Huynh. Um, he's 31 years old and police believe that Mr Huynh may be able to assist them with inquiries into heroin trafficking in Sunshine, Braybrook and Deer Park back in 2007. He's described as 175 centimetres or 5'9 tall. He's got a thin build, brown eyes, black hair and an olive complexion. If you know where to find Fook Nuuk Huynh, please call Crime Stoppers on 1800 000, or of course you can report confidentially online at crimestoppers.com.au. And Electra, mm. if you see something... Please say something. I choose you. Now, we choose you too because you're the important part of the Vic Police Community Hour and stepping up and making a difference about violence against our community and within our community. That's right. We want you to be champions. If you've seen something, say something. Call Crime Stoppers on 1800 or report confidentially online at crimestoppers.com.au. And I think in a month, Joe, the um, word you're going to be researching for us, one of the police jargon or lingo, is the old bill. The bill. 
I've also had a suggestion from a listener, um, accused versus charged versus alleged. What does it mean when journalists use these terms? Okay, I like that one better. I like nice. them both. We'll see how we go. Let's I do reckon. it. We want to hear from you. And you can contact the Anti-Violence Project at antiviolence.info and here at Joy, it's G-L-L-O at joy.org.au. Thanks for joining us today and Stan Walker will take you out. Thanks everyone for being part of the Vic Police Community Hour. See you next week. Bye. This Joycast is a free service brought to you by Joy 94.9. Support Joy 94.9 by becoming a member at joy.org.au. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.